Thank you for tuning in to Morning Moments with Pastor Bruce Goddard from Faith Baptist Church. We pray that this is a blessing to you. Great to have a few minutes together today. And I was thinking of the many military folks I know and the great um, people that they are, uh, but also about those uh, just serving God. And there's so many parallels in Scripture between military and Christianity and between uh, athletics and Christianity. And I uh, see nothing relating to Christianity and a couch potato. Um, Christianity is a busy doing kind of thing that I was thinking about the price tag that um, many of our military pay for their service. Uh, if you think the very least is much time away from their family, young single people, they often enlist. Um, they're take off to boot camp for six weeks, 12 weeks, and then some special training often, and uh, away from parents or siblings, whatever, their friends. And if they're married or get married along the way, they're away from a spouse and kids, and a lot of babies been born while a uh, uh, spouse was, uh, husband was deployed, and uh, there's a lady at home. And one of the first ladies I led to Christ in this community 40 years ago uh, told about how Vietnam War was going on. Her husband was drafted, and she uh, she was expecting when he left, and she wondered if she would be a, a mother and a widow all in the same time without her husband getting around. But uh, but our military pays a price. There's a mental price. There's a emotional price, uh, and those things weigh heavy on you physically. But then there's a physical price. Uh, just the wounded uh, soldier, and then of course some die. And um, you know, and if you were to ask, I don't know if I've ever met a person in our military that said it wasn't worth it, or they wish they hadn't. Um, I think all of our military, or the vast majority, would say it was worth it. Now, the thing that moved them to join the military was not uh, a perfect country or perfect leaders, but a cause. Uh, they took their oath knowing that there was a potential, a uh, very severe price tag attached to that oath. But they had a cause, and they believed in that cause, and... Um, they went knowing, of course, young people are invincible. They went there believing it wouldn't be them, but knowing that it would be someone that would pay a very severe price. But, you know, this question, is it worth it? Uh, is it worth it? I, I sit and think about politicians and uh, the life they live. And to try and be a even a liberal politician, just to be in the limelight and to be under the uh, the attack and the examination, everything in your life. You know, somebody's throwing a fit because President Obama went into a hamburger joint and his wife's pushing health food. Well, what man doesn't go to a hamburger joint no matter how much his wife pushes health food? Um, that's just reality. But but uh, it, it, the, the, the political, the, the, to be famous, I guess, uh, uh, I mean, uh, to be a, a famous uh, TV or radio personality to to be a, a singer, an actor, a, a famous athlete. Uh, you, you know, one of our one of our uh, young men happened to be in a gym, and there was some a girls' volleyball game going on, and he walked in, and and there's Kobe Bryant sitting in the stands watching his daughter play, 
Well, Kobe Bryant can't <clears throat> can't go to a gym and just watch his daughter play. He goes like I could. He goes to the gym, and he's got to deal with people. And he was gracious that this uh, um, friend of ours <clears throat> sent me a picture he he got of he and Kobe Bryant in the in the bleachers. But um, you know, there's a price. Every, everything great has got a price attached, and sometimes it's an undesirable price. Our our pastor he had a great big church, but I mean. It, he wasn't known na- nationwide outside of uh, Christian circles. But um, if he said, if I, in his area, many thousands of people went to his church. He said, if I take my wife to dinner, we drive out of the area. Otherwise, we spend the entire time we're at dinner chatting with people who know us or do used to know us or go to our church or used to go to our church. Um, and, and you know, there's a price tag for being a, a Sean Hannity or a Barack Obama, it doesn't matter who you are. If you're going to be a famous golfer, you know, Tiger Woods has got to be approached constantly. And um, the uh, the famous movie stars, they're the same way. I think one of the reasons the movie stars hang out with each other is because they're all in the same boat together. And they're all <clears throat> frustrated trying to get any time away from the public. And so they, they kind of travel and, you know, at least socialize, it appears, together. Um, but think of the price tag that an athlete pays, countless hours of training and uh, labor, physical labor, and, and that team owns you, and they'll pick you up whenever they want, and they'll fly you to this city or that city, and they'll call you, you have to be at this training facility, and uh, you'll get the vaccination, whether you like it or not, and, and uh, you're going to play or not play, um, if you get hurt um, in well, you know, whatever sport it is, you get hurt, they're going to, uh, the team owns you. They're going to decide what doctor you see. They, they're going to decide what treatment you get. And uh, there's a price tag for being a great athlete. And would, you know, you talk to a retired athlete, is it worth it? And I'm sure most of them would say, yeah, it was worth it. Um, the fame, someone said, um, um, Marilyn Monroe, you know, she died in her early 30s, and uh, just her life was a wreck. And I was talking to some young young adults, college-age young people that were lost, and one of them said, if I could be as famous as Marilyn Monroe, it would be worth dying at 32 or 34, whatever age it was when she died. And I thought, what a messed up world we're in. But, you know, there's a, there is a price tag, and Jesus said, that you should count the cost before you begin to build, before you get started, get a good look at what you're planning. And he wasn't talking about houses or apartments or condominiums. He's talking about the Christian life. And you're going to step out and claim Jesus Christ as your own. Count the cost. Think this thing through and ask yourself, am I willing to to pay the price? And um, and let's just uh, turn this thing around to where we are as a Christian the more you live for God, the higher the price tag you're going to pay. If you're just a casual once a month go to church person, the price tag's not too high. Once in a while, some might say, oh, really? You go to church? And um, in a questioning sort of manner, but it's not going to be a big, a big deal. But uh, you get where you're going Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night, they're going to think you're nuts. And then you get putting your kids in a Christian school, they'll really think you're nuts. And you start paying tuition for your school when public school is free. And uh, you're putting money into the offering plate as well. And your family members, people who find out about your finances, they're going to think you're really crazy. And um, the, the more you live for God, 
the more crazy you are. Now, put your kids in a public school where they teach them to question their gender. Put them in a university where they teach them to question their very existence. Are we even really here? Um, uh, put them in that environment. No one thinks you're crazy at all, but pay for a private school. Pay for, a, you know, put your kids in a Christian college where they're being taught uh, the character and and the uh, priority setting to set up a life in whatever career and because this maybe the school's not accredited, people think you're crazy. It doesn't matter how good the job market is. It doesn't matter how wholesome their marriage is because they married somebody that also thought like they did about the Bible and God and the family and home in America. But um, they'll think you're nuts because you're, you're not following the path that the majority of people follow. There is a price tag uh, for preachers. There's a price tag. Uh, if you're going to stand... There's going to be a price tag, and everybody, every preacher stands somewhere. Um, it doesn't matter who they are. At some point, they're going to have to stand for Jesus, at least a little bit. And they may be social drinking where we would stand against liquor, but they're going to have to stand at some point. And um, the, the, but you know, the, the back to the point, I just want to say it's worth it. It's worth it to me. It's worth it to me that I got saved. It's worth it to me that I'm a, I'm a pastor. It's worth it to me I'm a fundamental, old-fashioned, Bible-believing Baptist preacher. And um, whatever headaches have come along, whatever difficulties have come, it's worth it all. And it's not just worth the song, it'll be worth it all when we see Jesus. No, it's worth it here, knowing I'm doing the right thing, knowing I'm, I'm, uh, I'm standing in a way that pleases the creator of the universe. It's worth it to put that uniform on. I remember hearing um, our pastor talk about when he got his paratrooper wings and he was so excited. He said to walk back toward home and walk down the street with those wings on my shoulder. He said, I was so proud of those wings. He hadn't he, he hadn't gone, he, if he never did get out of the country, uh, he went from training to, to uh, being trained to training. And um, uh, he, he never did any what we would call um, combat missions. But the fact is, he was so proud to be a part of it. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm not obviously not in the presence of Jesus Christ. I'm, I don't know yet what the future will hold for the judgment seat of Christ, but I know this. I am honored beyond words that I could wear the uniform of a child of God. I'm honored that I could say, I mean, I've heard people boast they're in the 82nd Airborne. Now, to me as a layman, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, I know that is a unique group of people. I know it's a group of esteem, but the people who were in it and the people who are in the military, it would mean more to them. Uh, to me, the difference from a, a Ranger to a Green Beret I don't know the difference. I just know all these people in special forces pay a big old price to get there. And the price continues to be paid on their marriage, their children, the amount of time they're away from home, the amount of holidays they miss, the amount of last minute um, we're gone and, and there's no communication. You can't talk about where you were, what you're doing. There's a price tag. And as a child of God, I think you know what, the, this world, if they're willing to pay a price to be a football player and you've got a three to eight year career maybe, uh, or to to be in politics and to, to live in the sewer and the cesspool of iniquity that politicians have to face, what um, 
if they're willing to pay the price to be there, how much greater is, is it to be in the work of God? And how much more worthy is Jesus Christ that we would pay a price for him? And, you know, the Apostle Paul, uh, the people were crying about him going to Jerusalem. They knew that the Lord had kind of given them the message that he was going to probably be arrested. And in, in Acts 21, 13, he said, What mean ye to weep and to break my heart? For I'm ready not to be bound only, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. Hey, Paul said, what are you trying to break my heart over this thing? This is worth it. This is worth it. And I'll tell you, as, as a 40-year veteran pastor, it's worth it. As uh, I got saved in 1982, and I can't talk and do the math at the same time, but uh, we're in 2022, so somewhere right along in here, um, 50 years of, of uh, being saved, and um, I, I just, uh, 1975 I was saved. And uh, so, I'm, see, I should never do math when, when, I'm, when I'm speaking in uh, 1975. So uh, that would be in 2025, be my, my 50 years of being a Christian. And so these um, 47 years that I've been saved and, and I've got no regrets. I am honored to carry a Bible. I'm honored to stand in a pulpit. It is worth it to pass out tracts, to witness to people. It's worth it. Um, yes, there's some ugly people out there, but I don't know that movie stars don't have some ugly people criticize them. And, and um, I certainly think athletes have people attacking them, politicians, businessmen. Uh, the guy who runs a big, successful business, um, by the time he gets his business really up and going well, he's had to work so many hours, he pretty much lost his wife and children Maybe they're not gone, but but he's not been able to be the dad and the husband he would he would wish to be, because there's a price tag for a successful business, and and um, you know he might have provided the nicest stuff for his family, but but he it cost him it cost him time, and again, I think if you'd ask the average successful businessman was it worth it he'd say yes, because they love that business they love what they've put their heart into and. And they love the whole thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I love what I've put my heart into. And I love what I've given to. And, and uh, if you want to live your life and pay a great price to make a dollar, or you want to love your country and pay a great price for that uniform you put on, or you want to love your game, tennis or basketball, football, whatever it is, and, and you just love putting on the uniform and paying the price of practice and training and travel for that uniform. Hey, that, that's totally up to you. But I'll tell you what, there's nothing that could compare with living the Christian life and just saying, I am going to press on through the trials. Why? Because it's worth it. I'm going to press on because in my Christian life, I can't think of anything I'd rather do. And if getting beat up once in a while is a part of living for God, then that's what I'm going to have to face. You know, the greatest preachers and Christians, missionaries throughout the ages, uh, they were, they suffered physically, they suffered ill health, they suffered denial and de de the uh, debilitating diseases, they, they suffered uh, through living in primitive cultures, and, and many of them buried their spouse or their children, 
and and you ask them today, they're up in heaven, a John Patton. Uh, you ask them today, was it worth it? Oh, I guarantee you they'd say it's worth it. They'd say it's worth it. Let me tell you something. It's worth living for God. Don't miss it. It's worth it. Um, get that Bible out and read it each day. Take time to pray each day. Teach your children about the Lord Jesus Christ. And take your family to church and say, well, I'm, what if all my kids don't turn out for God? You don't do it for your kids. You do it for God. And I hope your kids all turn out for God. But the fact is, none of us know. Uh, my kids are all grown and married, but I don't know where they'll be five years from now or 10 years from now. But I know this, Jesus is worth it. He's worth it. And uh, by his grace, I'll stand and I'll keep the faith. Um, I, I'll, you know, the martyrs sang as they were burned alive. The martyrs preached as they were being drugged through town to be drowned in a river or lake. Uh, those stories are not, they're not even uncommon stories. They're very common. These people would say it's worth it. And I just want to tell you something. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. This Christian life is worth everything that we could possibly pay. Uh, Jesus said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. It all begins with self-denial. Let's, let's just enjoy this thing. What a privilege to be a child of the King. And uh, whatever price, whatever price, it's worth it.